Your finances will leave a long-lasting impact on your family. After all, you only retire once. If you're looking to discuss all things pertaining to your retirement, you've come to the right place. This is Retirement Matters with Michael Stewart. Thanks so much for joining us for another edition of Retirement Matters. I'm Walter Storholt, joined this week by Michael Stewart. He is the founder at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial, serving you throughout the Crystal Lake and surrounding areas in Illinois. You can find us online at crystallaketax.com. Michael is the co-author of the book, Purpose-Based Investing, Nine Lessons to Rescue Your Retirement from Wall Street, available on Amazon. And we're going to be talking about some of those important principles on today's show as we get ready to discuss what it looks like to be offered a sales pitch as you plan for retirement versus getting a true financial plan and how you can tell the difference between those two things. That and much more coming up on the program. But first, let's introduce you to the voice and the person we turn to each week here on the podcast. Michael Stewart, how are you this week, sir? I am excellent. Well, how about yourself? Very glad to hear that. I am well and looking forward to this conversation today. Uh, We're also going to see a little bit of what's happening in the news as we look at a recent headline. And uh, we're even going to take a listener question today that I think will be intriguing as Donnie is concerned about a market crash coming soon. So we'll find out about all of that on the podcast today. But as we mentioned first, it's time to see what's happening in the news. Extra, extra, read all about it. All right, Michael, so a recent headline, and this is fascinating, showed that the federal government admitted finally to the fact that Social Security, the trust fund, will be insolvent by 2034 and the Medicare trust fund even sooner, by the year 2026. 2026 sounds far away, but in reality, that eight years will come quickly. What implications does this have on retirement planning for your clients? This would be an example of uh, what longtime radio guy Paul Harvey would say, you know, and now for the rest of the story. So, yes, without any significant reform, more money will be paid out than collected. And that's really what they're talking about, about 2034 and 2026. And it's going to impact current benefits. So benefits won't be gone. So even though insolvent is the way that they approached it, it really means that all Social Security recipients, will only receive about 75% of what their anticipated benefits are. So as an example, if you were receiving $2,000 a month in 2034, if there's no significant changes or reforms, your benefits are actually gonna be reduced to about 1,500, which is about a $6,000 reduction annually in benefits in retirement when you really can't afford it. And even more so for others that might have a larger benefit. And this is a problem. So there's really two implications on retirement planning as we relate it to our clients. The first is you got to vote and push for your local and state congressperson to make small changes today so that Social Security can not only remain solvent, but protect future anticipated benefits. And now we can do an entire show on those reforms that are easily implemented to fix Social Security. But just like, you know, they're not very politically popular. So like all our politicians, I'm just going to kick that one down the road. (laughs) Now, second, more importantly, is that we build a retirement income plan with our clients that allows us to know how to maximize their income retirement from all sources, not just Social Security. This allows them to get sustainable, predictable income, including their 401ks, their IRA savings. And yes, Social Security is an important piece, but it's only one of many pieces. So you need to coordinate that early in the plan and anticipate what might be coming down the road. Yeah, it's such a big, uh, we know it's the lightning rod, right, that so many uh, politicians talk about and or the third rail of politics to talk about Social Security. And we all know that this train, this problem is coming. 
and it was always talked about as so far in the distance, but some of the complications certainly right around the corner now. And I think it's just a great reminder that Social Security is an important part of the planning process, Mike, but not going to be something that you know is uh, going to carry you all the way to fruition to retirement success, right? This is true, yeah, but definitely something that on a political level and a personal level needs to be paid attention to and adjusted. Very good point. That's a little bit of what's happening in the news from a financial perspective. And now we turn our attention to open up the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. As I mentioned at the top, we will get a great question this week from Donnie in Oak Park. If you'd like to submit a question to be featured on a future show, by the way, you can go to crystallaketax.com and contact us through the website. Donnie says, I'm convinced, Michael, that a market crash is coming any day now. But I've also thought that for the past four years, and I've missed out on a lot of growth because of that fear. What's your advice for a very self-aware head case like me? <laughs> hey, Donna, you're not alone on your concerns about a market crash. You know, and part of it, it really has to do a lot with the media as well. There's always some talking head talking about the end of times for the next stock market crash. Now, the greatest concerns are less about what today's tea leaves are saying about the economy and more about the fact that we're nine years into an economic recovery where the market seemingly went straight up for nine years. We're nine years since our last recession. So despite 2018's recent market volatility, Trump's tweets, trade wars, flat yield curves, whatever the risk du jour is, we're due. So yes, at some point, all these bearish market crash people will be right. But they've been claiming that for nine years. And they've missed the second longest bull market in history. And that's what you were talking about is you've missed a lot of growth because you're paralyzed in fear. Now, more importantly, and this is the way we work with clients on it, is that the way you invest is with your financial plan. In a portfolio that you're comfortable with that's going to work for you in good markets and bad, a portfolio you can stick with in good markets and bad. And simply put, you kind of take a look at your portfolio like three buckets of money. You got an insured bucket where you don't want to risk any principal. You know, you'll trade off a little bit of upside, but understanding you have zero principal risk in some. Second bucket is a not insured, kind of what we call a semi-risk bucket. These are fixed income, things that pay interest and dividends every month and quarter like clockwork. They do carry some risk, but a lot less risk than the stock market in general. And then for that long-term bucket, sure, you want to have some money in there. That's your risk bucket. That's more of your stock market-based stocks, index funds, mutual funds, those kind of things. Do you need maximum growth, maximum income, a little bit of both? Once you determine that, that's how we can help you fill those three buckets that's right for you. Yeah, it's a really good question, Donnie. A lot of people have similar questions like that. And if you want to ask a question to Michael Stewart and the team at Crystal Lake Tax and Financial, don't worry, we don't have to feature it here on the podcast. You can just talk to them directly about your situation and tap into that more than two decades of experience in financial planning that they have at the team with Mike Stewart and the uh, other great folks there. If you want to give a call, it's 815-526-3092. That's 815-526-3092. And you can also, of course, just get in touch through the website, as we mentioned earlier, crystallaketax.com. Really good question, Donnie. Thank you for submitting that one to us. Well, for our main topic of the day, we want to make sure that we take the opportunity to tell the difference, to learn how to tell the difference between getting a sales pitch 
from an advisor versus somebody who's trying to give you true planning. It's really important to recognize the differences between those two. And we're going to kind of give you some of the tips, some of the guidance uh, that'll lead you down that path to being able to kind of spot these things, uh, identify them, and then also make the right choices. So what are some signs, Michael, to get us started here that an advisor might be more focused on selling than helping you plan? I love this topic. Uh, when we go through the financial planning process, even at the very first meeting and we talk with individuals, you know, they come out of that first meeting, whether we agree to move forward or not, you know, so this is independent of, you know, next steps is that we have that conversation and they say, you know what, what was so nice about today, once again, whether we're moving forward or not, is that there wasn't a sales pitch, that they actually came in to get their questions answered and they got their questions answered. And if we move forward, great. If we don't, at least it was valuable time for them. And the first thing really, you know, there's several of them out there, but the first thing is, you know, when most people go meet with the broker or who they consider an advisor is that there's product recommendations right away, right in that first meeting. You know, and I, I always mention them. I'm like, you know, keep your checkbook at home. How does someone have a recommendation for you for financial planning without knowing anything about you? Where are you now? Where do you want to go? What gaps do you have in between? Understand that the product is not the solution. The financial plan is the solution. The product is just a means to an end, not an end itself. Uh, another thing that they also come up is when you find out about sales pitches versus planning is that there's not a lot of gathering of information about you and what you're trying to accomplish. And that really goes back to that early product recommendation. It goes back to what I called the financial malpractice. And my practice, I tend to try to keep it easy. We use a lot of doctor analogies, so things that people can relate to. So imagine you go to your doctor because you aren't feeling well. So, but instead of examining you, the doctor says, okay, I got, I got what you need. I'm just going to write your prescription. It says, pay me on the way out. <laughs> That'd be malpractice. Yeah. Unfortunately, it happens every day in the financial services. People see a broker looking for solutions. Instead, they get products shoved at them that may not even help them get closer to their goals because the brokers never actually ask them what's important to them about money. I've always uh, hated that feeling when you go to the doctor and you feel like before you can even spit out what's bothering you, they're already trying to push you out the door. It, it, there's nothing more frustrating than that. No, absolutely. And you see it in financial services as well. It's about the sale. It's not about the plan. And, that, and that's kind of the cart before the horse if you think about it. And another thing is that, you know, one of the things when we sit out with clients is not everything in the world is bad. We can't add value to everyone's relationship. Some people are doing fine by themselves. So some brokers out there, because it is a sales pitch, they point out all these bad things about what the people are currently doing and only good things about what their, you know, first appointment recommendation is. Now, the three-step planning process that we undertake with clients, we call it the Retirement Success Blueprint, is all about this. I've actually met with prospective clients who come in for a second opinion, and I tell them, I can't help you. And they look kind of shocked, like, don't you want my business? I say, sure, but you're not sick. You're doing fine. How many times do you still, you may need some tweaks that might need to be made, but you're fine. I'm going to tell you you're fine if you're fine. Probably once a week, I tell someone, you've won the game. Now, just don't screw it up. And they're kind of refreshed to hear that and the honesty. And then we talk about how not to screw it up thereafter. So maybe we work together and we get a little more conservative. You know, they've already accumulated the savings that they need for the income that they need. But if you're okay, a true advisor is going to tell you that you're okay. Or if you only need small changes, they're not going to blow up everything just because it benefits them financially. That's a great point. So take us inside your house, your shop, if you will, Michael. Describe your planning process, what it looks like from start to finish. Because I know you're a, you're a planner. You're a true planner. You're not just throwing sales pitches at folks. So start with the moment when somebody walks through the door for the first time. 
What can they expect the process to look like? Our process is called the Retirement Success Blueprint. And really, it takes place usually over about three meetings. That first meeting is what we call the discovery meeting. It's more of a conversation and less about looking at statements. Clients, will, you know, right from the get-go will slide their statements over to me, and I'll turn around and slide them right back over to them. And I said, it's way premature to start talking about what your investments are and what changes you need to make. At this meeting, we don't even know if we're a good fit for each other or if I can help. At the discovery meeting, we talk about where they are, where they want to go, what their concerns are, where we plan on generating income from in retirement. Is it going to be from pension, savings, Social Security, 401ks, IRAs, all those different things? What debts and obligations do they currently have? Now, if we're a fit, at the end of that meeting, I explain how I can help them. We agree to work together, put together a financial plan, that retirement success blueprint. They can implement them on their own. They can stay with their current advisor. They can hire us. It's up to them. It's a financial plan, not a sales pitch. Now, that's followed if we agree to move forward with what our second meeting, which is called the design meeting. I take all that information from the discovery meeting and all the resources that they have available. We put together a high-level blueprint, kind of where you are today. We run Monte Carlo simulations of how, what the likelihood or percentage that they're going to be successful, just staying the way that they are. If they're on track, then I tell them that. We only need some small changes. If we're not likely to be successful, but there's things that we can do to make some adjustments, then I share with them what those tweaks we would need to make so that they would increase their chances of being successful in retirement. Just basically saying the things that they wanted to accomplish. Now we discuss the pros and cons of each of those strategies because there's always pros and cons with everything. So we want to discuss those up front to make sure that if it's going to be a recommendation that they're going to stick to it. Now after that meeting that we've kind of co-designed together and kind of talked through those pros and cons, we have what we call the delivery meeting. And at this meeting is when I present that formal physical retirement success blueprint binder. And it's about two inches thick and 100 plus pages, some bigger, some a little bit less, depending on the situation. It's all kinds of pretty graphs, charts, information. Now, at this meeting, we don't read through the plan page by page. I put out what I call the implementation roadmap. And this is usually one, two, three pages that is a step-by-step -step of detail of what needs to be done, when it needs to be done. And then the client decides who's going to do it. Are they going to implement it on their own? Do they want to hire us? And then that's when we just we say, okay, you want us to handle that? Great. Okay, let's go on to the next bullet point. Here's what needs to be done. Here's when it needs to be done. Great. Are you going to do it or are we going to do it? And then we'll get through that entire implementation roadmap. So the client, most people don't, won't read that 100, 200 pages. And what we don't want them to do is just get it, pay for it, and put it on a shelf. So this gives them action items of what they need to do, when they need to do it, who's going to be accountable for it. So all the details supporting those recommendations is in that Retirement Success Blueprint Binder. What's more important is why we need these steps and when they need to be implemented. Well, with all your years of experience, Michael, this is something I love asking any business owner, not just in the financial realm, but, but really in any service, especially service industries. What's different about your process at this stage of your career? We mentioned the more than two decades of experience. Compared to when you first started out, how have you yourself evolved the process to get better over time? I love this question, mainly because I'm about 18 years older than when I started. You know, before when I was starting, you know, I was sitting around 30, all the clients that I was speaking to were in their 50s and 60s and 70s. So I felt insecure that I had to make up for something. So I would practically regurgitate all the knowledge I had about every single subject on all these topics. And the clients, I would sit there and notice it. Wouldn't stop me, but I would notice that their eyes are rolling back in their head with all this information overload. They were paralyzed and confused and they said, thank you, but then they did nothing. That plan would go on the shelf and not be implemented. Today, tell clients what we're going to review, the recommendations, the next steps. You know, that's that delivery meeting that I told you about. 
and they want to know what time it is. They don't want to know how to build a watch. That's the reason they're hiring me. You know, I know the details. They just want to know what do I need to do to be successful in retirement and generate the income that I want so I don't run out of money. The details of the recommendations are in that binder, but they don't want the fine print. They want the roadmap. If I do this, then I'm going to be okay. And that's what my process is all about. It's to find out the concerns. What resources do you have to address these concerns? And then share with you step by step how to have a successful retirement. One more question, Mike, as we get ready to wrap up this conversation. What do you think is unique about your process? I mean, what is someone likely to experience in your office that they're not going to get at another advisor? I think what's unique is probably what this whole topic is about the sales pitch versus true planning. You know, what's the difference? What's unique about the way that I do it, my firm does it, is that the product is an afterthought. The financial plan and the client's concerns drive the product recommendations, not the other way. Our industry is so product focused that clients' real needs get ignored. In my office, it's a conversation. And from that conversation, we co design a plan that gets clients closer to achieving their goals with least amount of risk, least amount of fees, and it's going to generate the income and growth that they need, not only for today, but over the next 20, 30 years that they're going to have in retirement. That's what a true financial planning relationship should look like. Well, if you want to get in touch with Michael Stewart and talk about your financial plan and your financial situation and see what it truly looks like to have a planning process done on your financial situation, not just be offered a sales pitch, which unfortunately happens far too often with folks. Give a call to the team, 815-526-3092. It's a great way to get in touch directly there, 815-526-3092. Or again, always online, crystallaketax.com. That's crystallaketax.com. You can listen to past podcast episodes there. You can check out other great information and resources to tap into as well. And of course, you can contact the team through the site as well. One more time, that's crystallaketax.com. Michael, as always, thank you for the help on the program, and we'll look forward to another great talk with you soon. I'll see you around the bend. For Michael Stewart, I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time on Retirement Matters. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. The information provided herein is for training or educational purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities, investments, investment strategies, or investment advice relating to securities, nor is the information or representation that any security is a suitable or appropriate investment for any person. Before acting on any advice, you should consider the appropriateness of the advice having regard to your own objectives, financial situation and needs. Please contact us to obtain our disclosure brochure relating to the services offered by Sound Income Strategies, LLC, and consider its contents before making any decisions. Where quoted, past performance is not indicative of future performance. Sound Income Strategies, LLC does not represent or warrant that the contents of this program are suitable for you from a compliance, regulatory, legal, or any other perspective. We shall have no responsibility for your use or non-use of the program or any portion thereof.